You are listening to Mining Stock Education, where you'll learn from the top leaders in the natural resource sector and uncover quality mining investment opportunities. Internal target is to get out together, of course, taking into account the existing 40 million ounces, close to 100 million ounces of silver. If our stars align, we see the timeline to be very close to a potential production decision two, two and a half years. We are for sure the first company ever to control all these assets together. Nobody has been such in a position. That's a big plus. Share prices are very attractive today based on the, the way the market's broken. The fundamentals are there and we don't have any debt and having access to capital and have cash in the bank is a big plus. The company control in a district gives the investors not only the opportunity for potential re-rate when you complete the resource, but we didn't talk much, but we have series of new veins that we still need to drill around. Welcome back into Mining Stock Education. I'm your host, Bill Powers. Today, you are going to be hearing an update from GR Silver Mining. The ticker symbol is GRSL in Toronto and in New York or in the States, like myself. That's where I bought my shares. You can find it under the ticker GRSLF. Website is grsilvermining.com. We're getting an update from the president, CEO, director, and co-founder, Marcio Fonseca. Marcio, welcome back on to Mining Stock Education. It's been a few months. And how have you been able to progress with uh, the COVID restrictions and all that, that, all that comes with that? Yeah, again, thank you for having me here again. And how we are coping with this pandemic. Um, all the key executives of the company are fluent Spanish. And we've been put in, we put in place a plan that every month there's a person that goes to Mexico when they come back. We follow all the necessary quarantines to go back to the office. So far, I've been doing this since late August. And actually, I'm going to Mexico and next week for two weeks. So we like to be close to the people on site and being fluent Spanish help us to manage the day-to-day of 20 geologists at the project today. Wasn't it something like five geologists last time we spoke? Oh yeah, a lot, a lot has changed. <laughs> okay, so I'm sure there's some listeners that maybe aren't as familiar with the story. So perhaps we could just start by recapping the high level general value proposition of why somebody might consider investing in your company. For sure. Uh, the business proposition here was from the beginning and still is to control key assets or not most of the, the most important assets, silver and gold in the Rosario Mining District. And that includes controlling assets that can be even close to production decision with drill holes, with infrastructure, with the permits. I'm referring to this because the last acquisition was Promosas. We bought from First Majestic. And today we control 100%. was a former leather zinc mine but we are discovering silver and gold. And together with the existing other assets, we can combine everything in a much larger portfolio. Mm -hmm. So you have some ongoing drill programs. Remind us of the ongoing drill programs that are going on right now. So we have two ongoing drill programs. Particularly we are doing now at Plomosas because the Plomosas, that's the asset we bought from First Majestic, we want to be the first company to put the 43-101 resource report in place. Although we have 563 historic and recent holes, nobody ever created a report, which is important for a company like a junior mining company like J.R. Silva. So what you're doing is a drilling program. You have the surface drilling, and you're about to start an underground drilling program. The surface drilling is to expand 
the footprint of mineralization, the veins and the breaches along the strike at the Formosa's area and the San Juan area, two areas with multiple veins. And the underground drilling is to test extensions of a recently discovered new zone. We call the zone 775. 775 refers to the elevation where the zone is. And we are excited because it's wide and the grades is high. It can be a potential area for bulk mineable, means potential low cost and very easy to add tons and consequently ounces of silver and gold. This is a past producing mine, but your team is really applying a different geological model to it in your exploration, aren't you? Yeah, it's the team that a lot of uh, individuals, senior geologists working for us, have worked in big mines, big projects. It's not uncommon to have an old distant and have discoveries. History tells that. Or big companies selling projects that became becomes later big mines. We are leveraging on a lot of data, saving money. For example, 563 holes. We are talking about 100,000 meters of core of drilling. How long will it take? How much money will it take to do that? Save some time. But the history at Moses is important for the audience to understand. It was a small lead and zinc mine in the late 90s when silver and gold price was very low. Today is a different story. And they le- not only they left behind a lot of material that wasn't really economic because of the lead and zinc grade at that time, but they didn't bother looking at the gold and silver, and they used to produce a concentrate of lead and zinc. Looking at the data, all the extensive database we have now, we are coming across veins with a lot of silver and gold. And now we are taking an approach here to as a district, because a district can make a much bigger story and add value to the, to the, to the share. So of the 20 geologists you have there on site, how many are actually going through core to kind of just visually look at it to decide what you're going to send to the assay lab? Yeah, the geologists are going to the core that was drilled before because some of the core was not sampled. And you need to really look at this in detail, but they're also looking at fresh new core. So probably I would say you have six to seven because you need to remember that you have two areas. You have the summer CL as well. Right now, we have an exploration team there working the tunnel that we finished. So we have three geologists there. We have a resource geologist, GIS, all this together. We have all this structure that's important to create the, the information and be consistently releasing news. And you're having the, uh, set the goal of Q1 of next year for your first resource for plumosis. You have about a 40 million ounce, silver ounce resource at San Marcial. Can I pull a forward looking statement out of you? What are your expectations or hopes for this resource? Well, uh, our internal target is to get out together, of course, taking into account the existing 40 million ounces, close to 100 million ounces of silver. Or okay. some sort of equivalent because it's very uncommon not to have other elements like zinc, lead, copper, or even gold in a polymetallic deposit or veins. Mm-hmm. That's the target. And the model conceptually at this point would be underground, of course? Uh, the model would be the following. We have the summer Marcial can be open pit, potentially open pit, which is five kilometers from the Promosas. That's the one that has all the permits, the infrastructure. Promosas is more likely to be underground, but uh, taking take into account that Plumosos has already eight kilometers of tunnels mm-hmm. there. We don't need to excavate the tunnels, so it saves money. So we can go underground and map the walls and sample. We are collecting samples. We are 
validating existing samples. We have a database now that is more than 5,000 underground samples that we are going to put this all together. We have engaged a qualified person. Actually, I'm going to Mexico in 10 days with him to start looking at the data as part of the ongoing work in resource estimation modeling. You have a huge hurdle already accomplished at Plumosa, that being the permits already in place. Are you able to kind of just take San Marcial as a little brother and kind of bring it in under that permit? How does that work in Mexico? It's possible. Of course, there are some sort of steps to, to be taken, but it's easier because you can approach the environmental agents saying that for San Marcial, you only need the mine permit. You are not going to process any material there. And being so close, we can work in a way that we can connect those two concessions and one can inherit the, all the permits from the other. It's not uncommon to do that. And mm -hmm. again, can save time and reduce the time to develop to a much shorter timeline. So, uh, of course, CapEx and cost of production, all these things aren't known. But if, could you give me a best case scenario, just, you know, another forward-looking statement, but production, four years away, five years away, if all the stars align? If our stars align, we see the timeline to be very close to a potential production decision two, two and a half years. Two, two and a half years. Okay. okay. And of course, the environmental, macro-environmental environment, conditions, the economics, all this plays a role on this. Why am I saying that? Because, as you said, Plumosos has the permits. We need to update the resource. And we are starting to discuss with some engineers to do more test work, to do some underground designs and other things that are preliminary to do an economic assessment. We are starting to do some subject, to work in some subjects that are important to support an upcoming future decision on production. So the business plan would be possibly to bring it into production, not just to sell it off then? Uh, uh, the business plan, first, of course, more important to add value to the investors, right? Everybody to, uh, to, to have a good return. And some of the people have already had that in the first run. Um, but it's first to increase the amount of ounces. Because as we get close to 100 million ounces, people, you can correlate that, that 100 million ounces of silver, likely it's around 1 million ounces of gold, a, a little bit more. So equivalent, people start to realize that we are in a situation that we control a district and have a sizable inventory of ounces. And we present those ounces are very attractive with good margins because not only the capex can be low because a lot of things are already there, such as a power line, roads and camps, but also to be in an area that is not remote and potential. The opex, the operating cost can be lower and having good margins. Everything is creating a, a, a combined project that is attractive maybe for takeover, but the going to production is not out of the table. Let's put that away. Yes. And, and you have the capital market savviness and shareholders to possibly bring something like that into fruition. For sure. Like the last bought deal, we went to the market to raise 5 million Canadian. We ended up raising nine, Thank including you. First Majestic that required to participate in the financing. But the other big participants were resource funds, such as Sprott Asset Management, Mackenzie Earth Resource in UK, people who understand the business and do their own due diligence to understand that there's a, a uh, something material as a project and have access to that kind of really support is important. My background and other key shareholders and directors is very close and related to financing capital markets, doing debt, equity finance and building companies. So these all 
together can yeah. be a good combination. And on that note, you added to your board, so perhaps you should share a little bit more of who you added to the board because that gentleman sure knows how to raise capital for a silver project. So the, last, the latest additions are Jonathan Rubinstein. He was the former chairman of Meg Silver. That tells all. Also, a lot of successful transactions if big projects and buying, selling assets uh, is public domain. The other one was Laura Diaz. She's well-known in Mexico, a top mining lawyer. At some stage in her career, she became the general director of mines for the country. So that's the kind of network, the combination. People, a lot of exposure in silver, capital markets, mining in Mexico, how to operate. I believe the last time we spoke, we had already added Eric Zonsherp, is a well-known mining analyst in Toronto. He's also invested in the company and he's a director. So it's part of the evolution of the company. We are getting more there and create a more solid, not that the other board was not solid, but it's a different set of skills that's required mm-hmm. as we get to this level of exposure today. When we met for the first time, I think we were trading probably 100,000, 150,000 shares. We are hitting 400, 500,000 shares per day. About Trinidad, can you give us an update on that? Are you progressing towards acquiring this? Uh, what's the update yes. here? Yes, we are much more advanced, of course. I have, from the 20 geologists, I have five there, <laughs> working there, breaking rocks, looking at old workings, collecting samples, mapping, because one of the key points in the decision to close the transaction is a technical due diligence to confirm that we see the upside, the opportunity there, to, more, to add more discoveries, particularly because there's a small a portion of the Trinidad concession that's just between Promosas and San Marcial. So we can finally combine everything all together. We have advanced a lot the legals and financials. I'm very positive about the potential closing of this by December. And again, it's important to refer that there won't be any cash payment to the vendor. It's going to be a royalty type of deal. If you buy the company that controls the concessions in Mexico, the current owner would be uh, entitled to a royalty, but we are going to assume some small payments to the Mexican government related to the taxes. Excellent. Let's go over treasury and burn rate. Uh, What what are we seeing here? So we are a little bit below 8 million now with all the the money that we're spending. We're drilling. We have three drill rigs on site on the surface, plus one going on the ground. Uh, Burn rate is still on a monthly basis, probably the range from 300,000, 400,000 a month. We are picking up because you're bringing more drill rigs, right? Mm-hmm. And, but still, cash position fully funds the company at least for 12, a little bit beyond 12 months. And like we discussed probably earlier, we have these warrants and options in the money. They are likely to bring probably 6.5 to 6.8 million Canadian to the treasury between now and next year. Uh, today, you have one, a senior mining analyst covering the company. There's coverage. You have more analysts doing their homework to cover. We have three or four, five houses calling us. So the, the exposure is there in the capital markets. Excellent. So could we say 24 months fully funded? Would that be a safe uh, statement to make? I would say close to. Yeah. Close to. All right. Knowing <laughs> all the things you need to do and we want to do. Yeah. Well, Marcio, in conclusion, uh, what more should investors know about GR's progress? Uh, first, of course, and more important, all the key executives on this company have a lot of skin in the game. Not only time, but investment in this company, pretty much only doing this. Uh, I can say, based on my experience and other executives' experience, that district, 
we are for sure the first company ever to control all these assets together. Nobody has been in such a position. That's a big plus. Uh, share prices are very attractive today based on the, the way the market is broken. Mm-hmm. But the fundamentals are there and we don't have any debt and having access to capital and have cash in the bank is a big plus. The company controlling a district gives the investors not only the opportunity for potential re-rate when you complete the resource, but we didn't talk much, but we have series of new veins that we still need to drill around. Excellent. So lots of exploration upside. Yeah, that's, that, that's important to, to, to refer to that as well. Excellent. Well, the website again is grsilver, grsilvermining.com. The ticker symbol is GRSL in Toronto and GRSLF in New York on the OTC. Marcio, thank you for the update today. Thank you, Bill. Thank you for listening to Mining Stock Education. Please subscribe and share this show with like-minded investors. Connect with us at miningstockeducation.com and sign up for our email list to stay in touch. Much success to you as you learn about, invest in, and profit from mining stocks. The mining business is one that generates gigantic wealth. You know, a good drill hole that converts might cost fifty or $100,000, and it might discover something worth a couple billion. There is no sector that I know of that has offered up as many predictable circumstances uh, where there was the possibility, certainly not the certainty, but the possibility of 10-for-1 returns as there is in small-cap and micro-cap mining stocks. Concommitment with that if you don't do the work, or even if you do do the work and don't discipline yourself on the sell side, there are very few places in the world where you can lose as much money as quickly as in mining stocks, too. I just started to study up on mining stocks, and I just became fascinated because this is such a tiny sector and it's so volatile that either you could really, you could do really, really well, or you could pretty much get blown out of the water really quickly. The mining sector is a very risky sector. It can take your money very, very quickly. Don't fall in love with stocks. Don't be overly confident. And just do your work as best you can. Do your very best. But don't fall in love and don't get too overly confident because um, that's a recipe for disaster. I have met you know, professional retail investors that have made a tremendous amount of money on the junior mining space. Some of them aren't accredited, and they just they spend their days researching, talking to people, being on the phone, being pouring through financial documents. But it requires commitment. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be considered personal legal or investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell securities or any other product. We make every effort to be accurate, but the information presented is not to be considered infallible. It may contain errors, and we offer no inferred or explicit warranty. If personal advice is needed, consult a qualified legal, tax, or investment professional. Do not base any investment decision on the information contained on MiningStockEducation.com, our podcasts, or videos. Make sure you always conduct your own thorough due diligence before investing. Realize that we may hold equity positions in or be compensated by some of the companies we feature and therefore are biased and hold an obvious conflict of interest. For our full disclaimer, please visit our website.